Welcome back to another episode of Swing the Twig. It is a Friday. What day is it today? The 19th. Already. Wow. It's insane, right? I'm Tommy Franks, and I am back from Vancouver. And you can hear my voice is a little bit shot. Um, we had the softball tournament, so I was yelling quite a bit. And I was getting into it with a lot of other of our teammates. So yeah. we made it to the semis and lost it, but... I got to meet with a lot of amazing people, and the trip was absolutely sensational. And actually, Dom, I, I for, completely forgot to tell you this. Uh, one of our Imply Live members, a pro, uh, shout out Josh Gertz, a uh, certified pro in Imply Live. He actually listened to Swing the Twig. He's hey, a fan of the nice, show. Nice. Loved it. Thank you. He heard our debate on batting gloves. <laughs> he loved yeah. it. What is he? What, is, what, side, what side does he go? He didn't tell me. Oh, but he just said he loved that debate. He He... He shakes my hand, gives me a hug. He's like, yo, I love Swing the Twig, man. I love your podcast. I listened to it. I was like, I was like, you listen to Swing the Twig? He's yeah. like, he's like, yeah, I listened. He's like, I love it. He's like, he's like, I he's like, I effing love it, man. That's sick. <laughs> so yeah. Miles out. Yeah, pretty awesome, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just the just the power of the uh the networking we have with all, all these people. Uh it's really it's really cool. But that trip was so worth it and so fun to see everyone put names to faces from the people you communicate with every single day and bet with every single day. That's going to be ramping up again pretty soon. Less bets right now. But it should be a lot of fun. We we got a bet for you guys we're going to talk about this weekend when it comes to the free pick of the week. Since Jeff and Anthony are not here, as you can tell, it's just Dom and I today. For some reason. Uh, I know Jeff's moving in college. Yeah, having fun <laughs> with the buddies. Um yeah, some yeah. We all got busy lives, as Anthony said on on Tuesday. I got to hear that, but we had a late time posting it because of time difference. So I didn't actually get to edit it till midnight my time. And by the time it was midnight my time, it was three o'clock here a.m. So that did not mix. I needed sleep, and I was out really late that night because it was the last night. And yeah, so I didn't get to touch it <laughs> for a while. But <clears throat> either way. Uh, it was fun to listen to and, and to put together and and uh, post it. And you guys did a great job. A little connection issue there at the end, right? Yeah, that that was frustrating. But uh, got it done, closed it out and everything. So it was good. It was good. It felt good. Uh, surprisingly enough, Tommy, I knew yeah. how to control the board last second. That was the one thing I was worried about. Oh, me too. <clears throat> Not going to lie. connected it to my own laptop and uh, got it going. That's awesome. Yeah, so we have... We have a decent amount planned for today, but you guys talked about Tatis and the big suspension of 80 games to the Padres. I was on the plane. What was your reaction to the news of just like Fernando Tatis Jr. has, has been suspended for PEDs? Yeah. So Is that a shocker to you? Oh, I got Chipotle. I get home. I'm working. Yeah. I go on my laptop. I'm watching the game on YouTube TV. I finally find the stream. I literally dropped my burrito. Like on the plate, but still, like I dropped it out of my hands. Oh. Good burrito, still. That's sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, cause at first I see breaking news, and I was like, I see Tatis's face. I'm like, yeah, he's gonna come back within the series that we're watching right now against the Nationals back at home in San mm-hmm. Diego. Hell yeah. Then I see suspended 80 games for PED usage. I was on the plane heading to Las Vegas. Yeah. I, I, forgive me. I spent money. On Spirit Wi-Fi, Spirit Airlines Wi-Fi, which is not something I want to do. I hate Spirit Airlines. I flew it to get to Vegas, which connected me to Seattle to get to Vancouver. But when I flew to Vegas, I bought the Wi-Fi. 
So I was still up on the news. All of a sudden, Jeff puts up in the Discord, our little Discord chat of Swing the Twig. And Jeff posts the photo, or sorry, no, I'm sorry. Anthony posted the photo in the Discord of the news, of the Jeff Passan news, reporting it. And I said, and and all I, I can't see the image because it's, it's slow speed in the Wi-Fi. And Jeff says, if this is, if this is real, I'm dumping him, mm-hmm. meaning from fantasy. And I said, oh shit, what's happening with Satis? Because I know Jeff has him. And then lo and behold, I go on Twitter. Literally my reaction was, oh my God. Just like a shock. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I was, yeah. Padre fans, Dom, I'm not speaking for you. Um, I'm not speaking about you. Yes, I've seen it too. I think I you know saw a lot of it, and I'm sure you talked a lot about of it of, yep. about the oh I the did. feeling on of Padre fans, not on this podcast, but on your Grand Slam and Padres podcast. Which go check that out if you're if you haven't already. Yeah, yeah, 100. percent We'll talk about that later on in the show. But it's it's truly unbelievable the Padre fans' reactions. They were saying, "Oh my God, this is over. This is over. Oh my God, this is the end, and with, no more." And and first of all, and they were saying, get rid of Tatis, get rid of his contract, know, right? void his contract, like it's no big deal. Oh, 13 years or 14 years, $375 million, whatever it is. Just push that all aside. No problem. You can't do that with a contract. You can't move him to another team, can you? $340 million plus. You can't. Probably can't move And why do that? Listen, we all make mistakes. I was saying this on the show just the last episode recently. We all make accidents. It sucks. Tatis came out with a statement about the ring, uh, the ringworm. Yeah, and uh, his father even came in, made a statement. And Saw stuff. that. Yeah, you never know if he's gonna be right or if he's gonna be wrong. No matter what, his career is gonna be tainted a little bit and tarnished. So, my overall thinking is get over it. You move on. I the players have to understand he'll be back in the clubhouse. Let's cheer the team on, and you know you just gotta roll with the punches here. He's young, and we're gonna be fine. Look who we got. No matter yeah. what, the window is tight. Because yes. whether we extend Soto or not, the window is tight for every contending team. Here's my argument about Tatis. The suspension does not change my view on Tatis at all Me in too. the slightest. And it shouldn't change anybody's views on Tatis. Because here's the deal. Why is his career going to be tainted um, in any in any which way? And I'm against the use of steroids. Actually, I don't believe that it does a whole lot long-term to a player. I think it does worse to you mm-hmm. physically to where it's not worth it. Aside from that, you can't argue. No one can make a logical argument. It would be fact. It would be actually false to say that steroids, PEDs, whatever you want, whatever performance enhancing drug you want to describe. There has been no performance enhancing drug that has influenced Tatis's career to where it is today. Yeah. That the, like he said, he's had multiple tests of negative tests of drugs throughout his entire life. Yeah. And his pr- entire professional career. Has he tested positive anytime? No. He's he hasn't. And, and you know what? He's always been hated on by non-Padre fans because of his cockiness and everything and listen, old man, school fans. He strives off that. And to these Padre fans, listen, I love you guys if you're listening. I truly do. I love giving that content out for you guys whether it's a blog or a podcast. But here's the thing. To all those people, the Padre fans on Twitter, ripping this guy a new one, saying that they're going to burn his jerseys, never cheer him on Unbelievable. again. Unbelievable. Give me a break. The minute he steps in the batter's box, whatever fine. time next He'll year. He'll be fine. When he hits a home run, we're going to be cheering. Give me a break. 
There should there is no reason to be mad at Fernando Tatis no. because the drug the the performance enhancing drugs literally did nothing to get him to where he is today in terms of his yeah. numbers, a batting average, home yeah. run rate, none of that. And I'm sure he's eager to play. And yes. Also, one thing to back him up. Listen, if it's to treat ringworm, let's say that is true. Great, I don't believe it. I'm not against it. But like there, today's medication, it's kind of can I curse? It's like bullshit. You yes. It, there's so much nonsense for everything, and there's so much ingredients and supplements and everything. So I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't know about that, and next thing you know, he's taken this with a supplement, and he didn't know about it because mm-hmm. there's so much stuff that we don't know about with so many different drugs out there today. It's possible he didn't know about it, but it's also possible that he did, and he was trying to get an edge in, in the recovery yeah. process. You can make that argument. Sure, I'm not going to because I have no idea what his motives were. All I know is that throughout sports history, get out of baseball for a second. Look at Maria Sharapova, a future Hall of Famer if she's not yet, in tennis. Phenomenal women's tennis player during her career. Uh, Maria Sharapova was suspended in 2018. I forget the year. It was recently before she retired. She was suspended for the use of a certain drug, performance-enhancing drug, which was an ingredient in medication she was taking to recover from an injury. Maria Sharapova had never taken performance-enhancing drugs prior to that point. She didn't have a history of, of trying to get an edge over everybody else. Yeah. And, and, it's, and, 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 and as a tennis player, I can speak to that. Performance-enhancing drugs do not make you a better tennis player. No. Because at the end of the day, you know what you need to be a good tennis player? You need mental strength. You need cardio. You don't need power. You certainly don't need power. Mm-hmm. I can point to a lot of examples in tennis. But... The idea that professional, the, the performance enhancing drugs, excuse me, I'm, sa- I'm starting right now. The idea that it helps you excel at something, I don't buy it because everyone has access to it. Yeah. I, yeah. I just don't believe, I'm sorry. I know, yeah. I know you're big on, you know. Yeah, but it's not like also the good stuff. thing is with this, right? I mean, there's not much good, but it's like, look, Tatis, when he's playing in his rehab assignments just as of late until the suspension, it's not like he looked like his arms were ripping out of his sleeves like Barry Bonds did from Pittsburgh to San Fran. No. And I don't hate Barry Bonds. I just no. I'm a firm believer he's not a Hall of Famer despite how talented he was. Yes. Because that was the choice he made. Look at how his body transformed. He knew what that cost him. It's unfortunate because Tatis should have known if he was kind of aware and had us, you know, yeah. surrounding around this. Yeah. And but like, yeah, it, it, it hurts, but I'm sure he's eager to play. He's trying to take that, not just for ringworm, but even his shoulder. He never got surgery. Think I think now it. he should get that surgery. Honestly, if not a yet. lot of Padre fans, including myself, think the same thing. And I think they will make him now at this point to <clears throat> get that problem over with. Yeah. And if you're the Padres, you want him, you want to go as deep as possible. The postseason. Look, the Padres are still the same team that it was before. This is not heartbreaking news necessarily it's not mm-hmm. it's just all right you have to wait a little longer for that extra boost that's how i view it maybe it's for the better because imagine if we rushed them back especially in a divisional month with september nine games against la you know what pressure's on you here's the thing you know with tatis it's not it's not the end of the world it's it not. really isn't it's i mean not. padre fans can hate him you can say his career is tainted i would strongly disagree with that mm-hmm. uh, because he literally he hasn't played a single game of baseball with drugs in his system Yep. That's been proven throughout his career. And now here's the one thing you have to question with Fernando Tatis. And I don't know if you and Jeff discussed this part. I forget. 
His he's twenty three years old. Mm-hmm. He is still trying to mature in the game. And we're look all at the, stupid. Look at the right and look at the motorcycle incident in the Dominican. Yep. How he tried to get skirt around that story. Padres were heavily disappointed in that. Mm-hmm. And then the steroid thing. It's carelessness, sure, but it's not like he intended to say, "Hey guys, I want to get an edge in the game because I didn't have an edge already. Um, I want." I want to take these drugs. Yeah, I highly true. doubt that was the motive from Fernando Tatis. Exactly. Not exactly like that, but to some extent like that. Uh, I doubt there was any motive like that yep. in the slightest. I yep. mean, that's crazy. Why would he have to do that to be better? To he be... knows how good he is. Right. It, it'd be dumb. My yeah. thi- See, here's one thing I question. Where did the ingredient come from, and how? and why do players think they can get away with it? Mm-hmm. Especially with the testing that they do constantly. Yeah. And you know what? I'm not I'm not sure on that. Yeah. I don't I, I guess I'm sorry if I kinda cut you off. No, no. One please. thing that pisses me off, whether it's the Padre fans getting upset with him or also just everyone calling him a cheater when he hasn't played a game like you said, everyone like cherry picks. Because yes. those same people are saying Bods took roids, but he should be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, 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 uh you know, Nelson Cruz took roids, but he's such a great, fabulous person. You know, Tatis is a great guy. Come on, I'm sure. He, I'm sure he's a good guy. The dude's 23 years old. He's yeah. he, he's, you know, he's got. He has to be a fly on the wall with some of these major league ball players still in terms of what he's learning. He's 23. Yeah, it's normal, right? And and look, I'm gonna be biased here because I I love Fernando Tatis Jr. There's nothing you can tell me negative about Fernando Tatis Jr. as a ball player. I love Tatis. It's fun to watch. He's good for the game. I was all, I was a teeny bit disappointed at the news. Oh, I, me too. My heart more broke for him and the Padres be, and because I knew the situation. I've seen it happen in pro sports plenty of times to where it's in, it's incidental. It's carelessness, yes, but it is, it's not intentional in any way, shape, or form. Yep. And that's the part I want to really stress is that it's not intentional to our to our knowledge. Now, if you want to go on and make a theory that he intended on doing it, go for it. I'm yeah. not doing that because we have no evidence to that to that point. But I mean, I think Padre fans can wait, right? You yeah. can you wait for Tatis to play? I think it's for the uh <coughs> sorry, my vo- my voice is like crap. Yeah, you're good. I think it's for the better. Uh, I do, like I said, the injuries you have not only a hurt shoulder potentially yet again, but a hurt wrist that you're coming back from. Come on. Yeah. And a pivotal month, and then you get into the playoffs, let's say. So much pressure. You have no time to get comfortable and settle in at all. At all. And besides, I got proven wrong. Look at Hatstone Kim. Took him one year. I always give the one-year rule for free agents, international signings, trades, anything. Give a guy one year. In any sport, let him settle in the next year. Look at Kim. He's batting 250-something. And, oh, right in the shift. We're watching the Padre game live. And he's playing phenomenal defense, so he's been great. Of course, it's going to be better with Tatis, but Kim's earning his role. He is, so he's been great for us uh, at this time. Um, yeah, well, he's not a great hitter. but he's at, He's at least... Decent. Gotten better to where I'm not saying automatic out as much anymore. Uh, yeah. he, he ain't no hey, boy. let's talk about auto auto outs or what used to be an auto out. Transitioning from the Padres here. Yep. 
Joey Gallo gets traded to the Dodgers. Our boy Joey Gallo. Joey G. Gets traded to the Dodgers from the Yankees. You know what his batting average is since he got since he got to the Dodgers? And and we predicted all this was gonna we all predicted this was happen. Yep. Two sixty two last time I checked. Damn, two sixty two. That's the number. I saw him hit his first homer. I was watching that game live. So can I be honest? I'm not surprised. No. I don't think anybody should be surprised. Did you see one of his post game interviews with Sportsnet LA? He was growing the beard back already. How yeah, Italians yeah. do it. Yeah. He straight up said, like, you know, it's great to see that I'm growing my beard back. I just like having a beard. You could just tell he's more confident in himself, let alone at the plate. But the beard's a symbol. Yeah, it's a symbol. Of and it's and, a symbol for me, and I got a goatee and a stash. Well, I got rid of my my beard. Yeah. I still have the You're mustache. You're rocking the Matt Carpenter look. Yes, that's what I'm going for now, for a little bit. I'm keeping it going for five days now, near a week. So I wore it like this in Vancouver, on my way out. I, you know, this is my look for now. I'm not changing it. But yes, the beard is a symbol for Joey Gallo. It is. Mm-hmm. It's he's not himself when he's in New York. He's himself when he's in LA because he has the beard. Yep. Sounds really, really yeah. weird. It's but such it's a truth. confidence booster. Ladies, you ever tell your man to shave their beard? They're not gonna listen. <laughs> and they're not because I wouldn't. Yeah. It's just like if I stepped up to the plate clean shaven, I always say I'm never gonna go clean shaven again. I would feel like I'm seven years old with a bat in my hands. Yeah, everyone's well. Everyone's different. Way. Everyone's yeah. different. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Gallo. That's the other thing. Gallo never really shaved for how many years? All of a sudden, he comes to the Yankees. Got to change his image. Got to deal with big fans. And in LA, I mean, you kind of thought he maybe in a big market he could struggle. He yep. still can. Um, he certainly has his struggles, but he's batting two sixty two. He's getting those good at bats. Yep. He's got good. He's got good hits. He's looking really good. And here's my other question before we move on, because I don't want to harp on the Yankees. That's the last thing I want to do. The big the big question here. If it was so mechanical that Gallo had to fix within, you know, and not too it doesn't take long at all, right? Yep. Clearly. What the hell is the problem in New York? I want to know what the problem was on the hitting coach side. Clearly it's not just Gallo's personality. It's clearly not just his feelings towards the fans or the fans' feelings towards him. It's a mechanical thing on the hitting side. Purely. That's what it is. Look at the Yankees now. They're all looking like Joey Gallo at the plate as of late. Yeah, like, I know. The Yan- Joey Gallo in New York, yeah. A lot of strikeouts for each guy. It's two walks to 13 strikeouts combined as a team lately. Can I tell you something? When I was in Vancouver for the five, the four or five days, whatever it was, I didn't pay attention to any score of any Yankee game. Don't blame you. I thought they lost, and then I looked on IG, and I see JD, 28. With the grand slam, I'm yeah. shocked. But you know, still, it's just like Donaldson came me. through. I was in the airport, um, seeing that. I was like, no way. Um, but it didn't change my view on the Yankees. They're still a struggling club. As mm-hmm. we do record this podcast, they're down nine to two to the Blue Jays in New York. How am I? How am I supposed to feel confident in this team heading in the postseason? That window's getting tighter. Like I know the Rays struggled for the first half. But all it takes is a good second half. They're clicking together. Francisco Mejia is playing good baseball as a catcher as of late. You know, uh, Yandy Diaz, Randy Orozarena. Coming through again. Rays are clicking right now, and that's what they're going to do. Uh, they put anyone, they put you or me on the field, and we're going to have all-stars like, selections. Like, it's that crazy. Remember the movie Moneyball? Yep. You, we watched it yep, recently. Yep. It, was, yeah. it was solid. Like the Island of Misfit Toys yeah. of baseball. That's what the Tampa Bay Rays are. Yeah, for real. They got the players that were rejected for 
reasons that are more are less analytical and more just on the face on its face and you look at their advanced metrics OPS um where in the field can they hit yep where can they hit to all the advanced data that they get on ba- to show that they get on base more than the stats indicate and that's why the Rays players have been coming in and playing well good yeah. group good coaches good developmental group yep but they're still 10 games back the of nearest course. team of the Yankees just, is 10 games yeah. back. The Yankees are not going to get the top seed in the AL. Not at this point. They had it over Houston, like six games, something insane earlier. That ain't happening. Nope. And can just imagine if the Yankees were not as hot as they were in May and June. Right. Huh. Where the hell would they be right That'd now? That would be three games up. <laughs> three? How about um five out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Remember you're that right. start they had? Yeah. That was really something. Yeah. So yeah, I I can't put into words how how crazy it is that the Yankees are just sliding. You know the teams with the worst records in the last few games have been or last week or two have been? New York. Uh, so no, the Yankees who are who the Yankees are associated with for worst records in the past two weeks. Uh, I'm scared to know. Detroit, Pittsburgh, the Tigers, and the Pirates. Those aren't good. Those are not good ball clubs. Let's just uh, emphatically state that for the record. Yep. It's unbelievable, and I, yeah, I could I can go way in depth here and talk about that, but there's no point in me doing that necessarily. But hey, I mean, you know, it's just a real struggle for for the Yankees right now. I don't know if they're ever going to get it back. We did the playoff scenario recently. Yeah. And the Yankees were the top seed at the time in the AL. There's nowhere near that. Not even close. I'm telling you, especially now with the Dodgers news with Bueller, uh, I really do think the Ashes are going back. They very well could. They are such a good ball club. I, I'm over the hate, to be honest. No, I, I'm I, not. I, I, I understand your point. For me, I, I actually find it pretty fun for baseball because it's like a revenge tour. And uh, they are so talented, dude. Like oh, they are very talented. They're cracked. They're very talented. They they have again, just like the Rays. They have a good developmental program, and you know it's all it takes sometimes. And and that's what's that's what's good about it. Well, here's another team that that's gonna stick out to you. That's playing far better than pretty much almost any other team in baseball besides the Astros and maybe the Dodgers. The Baltimore Orioles. Mm-hmm. Yes, I that's still say so the Baltimore. Weird to say. The Baltimore, well, they did win the AL East, I think, in 16 or 15 a while back. Yeah, yeah. So they're not unfamiliar, too unfamiliar to the playoffs. But it's been it's been quite a while, obviously, to say the least about the Orioles. But, dude, they're, I mean, they're only 12 games back. But if you look at the wild card, they're, two, they're only two back of that Tampa and Toronto third place position. Yep. Think about that for a second. Imagine if they get in. This is such good experience for them. I know it was hard to trade away Trey Mancini, but they'll be fine. They'll be fine. No doubt. Next thing you know, watch they go. I actually have a prediction. Here we go. They go out there. I think they need to improve at shortstop. I like Ramon Urias, if that is their shortstop right now. But I think they can do better. They're going to spend the only big free agent contract here. On Trey Turner, and he's going to be a Baltimore all this offseason. That's not a bad move. Yep. New leadoff guy, right? Him, Cedric Mullins. That's actually kind of gross. That's <laughs> that's nasty. I already thought. I already think the Orioles lineup is nasty. Me too. From top Sometime to bottom. There, 
Mount I Castle. love Santander. Mount Castle's pretty solid. Odor, where the hell did yeah. he come from? Rutschman, of course. Um, highly touted prospect. Yeah. yeah. So I have the O's going out there, getting some kind of middle infielder, like a Trey Turner, and going big for one signing, and rightfully so. Uh, I think the O's are going to impress a lot of people. I think the biggest team that's going to struggle within the next two to three years is the Red Sox, because who the, who the hell knows what they're doing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For real. I'm concerned about the the long-term future of a lot of teams, including the San Diego Padres. Oh, yeah, baby, because I'm uh, because I'm watching their... They wagered. Yeah. They basically, if you want to equivocate it to high rollers in the Borgata or or these high-stakes casinos, that's kind of what they're doing mm-hmm. right now. Let's Them and the say, Seattle Mariners. Uh, yeah, let's just say they put $1,000 towards a bet, but it's that's... not the risk-free bet. It's the one where you don't get your money back. But I put a thousand dollars on a bet and, and oh man. And I'm not a high ruler. Yeah. Let, let's go let's go higher. Let's go fifty thousand. Ten yeah. ten thousand. The Padres wagered over basically a billion dollars. Basically a billion plus dollars. Mm-hmm. A, first first of all, the very idea of a small market baseball team spending how much money on their infield and outfield just on three guys alone. I will say this though. Depending, I think every team, and this is going to sound silly, but hear me out. Yeah. I think every team is a small market team, unless you're in the big cities like New York and L.A., until, but every team is a small market team unless you're willing as an owner to spend the money. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Go over the luxury tax, this and that. So, that, that there's my take. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, it's just going to be very fascinating. But, I mean, look at Seattle, right? They're the other team that wagered all their chips. Yep. Oh, yeah, they did. And Seattle, well, well look, to their credit, they are leading that wild card. So they're yeah. doing something right. Just like the Dodgers are in our way, Houston's in theirs. It's always going to be like that. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and the Seattle's right there. By the way, beautiful ballpark. I drove by it a couple times recently um, heading to Vancouver. I want to go to T-Mobile Park, Dom. Oh, me too. It's got to happen. I have to go to Seattle. It's got to happen. When really, I go back, yeah, really nice skyline, everything. When I go back to Vancouver very soon, I want to go back to Seattle if it's baseball season. Yeah. I doubt it will be. It'll probably be hockey season. I'll be going to Vancouver for hockey Canucks, and football nice. stuff. Yeah, yeah, I gotta visit that arena, but and and meet some friends out there now. Cool. Yeah. So now, oh, yeah. I, now I know four, five, six different people that live in Vancouver. Uh, so that's real in the city. So that's really awesome. And, you know, something I can love for the rest of my life now. But, yeah, Seattle's Park is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like T-Mobile. I should say you the photo, right? T-Mobile Park. Yeah. On the outside. Yeah. Really gorgeous. nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah and, but Seattle's not a terrible city. But it's just oh, not. Here it has a fun nightlife, too. It kind of does. It kind of does. It's just not bad. But you do see the homeless people every now and then. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. It's, but uh, every it's unfortunate. St- every Starbucks is like a minute walk because the headquarters is there. Oh. Yeah, I'll be seeing a lot of uh, homelessness when I'm uh, Oh, Oracle Park next you're week. You're going to San Francisco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's uh, that's going to be very interesting to hear what you have to say. I already know what some people have said being there recently. Um, so that's going to be very fascinating to hear. Mm-hmm. Well, go through the division races real quick, Tom. Do you have any other changes to your predictions? Anything you want to say about what's going on in the league right now? Mets are three and a half ahead of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. 
Atlanta's trying to come back on the Mets. I think they gained a couple back on them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Philly's still in this race. They're 10 back. They're not going to win the division, but they're they're trying to get a wild card. They're trying to get in somehow, some way. They're currently out of – sorry, they are second in that wild card position. Atlanta's obviously holding the top one by a lot. Yep. Atlanta will pretty much yep. get in. Uh, it's pretty good. I think Milwaukee's the biggest question mark. They lack power, the Brewers, which is uh, kind of surprising for their team. They're going to get hot. I feel like the Phillies are going to get knocked out. They're getting a little too hot too soon. Uh, but it's interesting. Who knows if San Diego can even stay in this race as well. And I think the Mets do have secure. I shouldn't even say that because September baseball is still around the corner. But the Mets are looking pretty solid at keeping that division and taking a bye week. Yes. Or a bye series. They look good enough to be doing they that. They do. The ground looks good. The team looks good. Can't complain. Well, we have a couple more things. Dom, I mean, we have our free pick of the week coming up. And I'm just going to shout it out because Jeff is not around tonight, obviously. for Or for, for Friday, I mean, rather. This is very interesting for me. And you can give me your series of the week, actually, before so we can tease the free pick if you would like to do that. Yes. So Dom will give his series of the week while while we get ready. But there's a lot of competition. We're getting in September. We're getting close. And it's almost playoff time. So it's time to really figure out which teams are getting close to the playoffs, which teams are kind of out of it, and which teams are going to be competing to get in the playoffs in the first place. That's the part that's really going to be uh, very interesting to me. I have my free pick of the week, but I want to know what you have for your series of the week before we move on. Houston flying all the way to Atlanta. Uh, that's going to be a fun one. Obviously Ooh. a repeat of the uh, you know, World Series that this, this just past year. Astros are only four games better than the Braves, who have also been red hot. So give me that series. I think that it'll be a really good one. I do. Hey, we got one more. We got the free pick of the week now. Now that we have it. The free pick of the week will be, drumroll please, the Tampa Bay Rays over the Kansas City Royals. Uh-huh. That should cash with easy, uh, with flying colors. Oh, wrong. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> we got the wrong, uh, the wrong sound effect there. Uh, but yes, the Rays over the Royals in Tampa. St. Petersburg, sorry. Rasmus, Rasmussen will be pitching. He nearly had a perfect game. Dom, I was watching that near-perfect game in Vancouver. I told the guys at the bar, we were watching the game there, and I said, guys, we got to turn this on. It's a near-perfect game coming. We don't, we're not betting on anything. It's baseball season. We lost money betting on baseball. But, but aside from all that, and baseball's been a tough year, but we said, all right, let's watch this perfect game. Bam. He, he almost got it. Mm-hmm. The double. And I think they didn't score a run. I could be wrong. But it was Baltimore, I think, right? Yeah, Mateo got the hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got the, the double. Yep. Un- unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. But that I was really rooting for a perfect game because that would have been the first one in how many years? Yeah. I don't think there was one last year, was uh-uh, there? Uh-uh, uh-uh. Just no hitters. Yeah. No hitters galore. Interesting. Well, there you go. Free pick of the week will be the, uh, one more time, the Tampa Bay Rays over the Kansas City Royals. So you can take that to the bank. That will be our free pick of the week. Until Tuesday, we'll be right back here, and uh, we'll be talking to you over the weekend, obviously, but more things are going to be planned for the podcast, for us, and we'll be discussing that more extensively in the future. 
uh, especially maybe on Tuesday and Thursday and Friday as well. All of our social media will be promoting stuff. So stay tuned there. We will see you all then. Have a great weekend. And hey, let's go. Uh, let's go raise, right, Tom? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to be saying that much. Yeah, we'll see you on Tuesday, everybody. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Swing the Twig podcast. If you really love this show, please give us a five-star review and be sure to subscribe. If you have any questions, comments, thoughts, or concerns, email the podcast at swingthetwig at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, go to our Instagram at swingthetwigpod, or you can go on Twitter at swingtwig.